Hi, welcome to Reasoned, the podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Meditz. Have you ever just had one of those days? Like if it could go wrong, it will? Often days like this are accompanied by anxiety, depression, feeling defeated, or ready to fight out of frustration. If you find yourself wishing you could just crawl back into bed and forget that the day even happened, here's a few tips to help you right-side the day and claim victory to what feels like inevitable defeat. First, rewrite the story. The narrative in your brain has a powerful effect on your reaction to what is happening around you. Take a moment to rewrite the story. When you do this, you create the possibility for new opportunities to present themselves. For example, when stuck in traffic, it's easy to get angry as you think about all the wasted time. Or even to play the victim. Ugh, this always happens to me. While expressing your frustration is genuinely positive, dwelling on those feelings will ultimately suppress dopamine's feel-good feelings in your brain. Reframe the situation. Now you've got the time to make the phone call to your parents. The time to start that audiobook or podcast you've been putting off. Or perhaps you can practice mindful thinking or meditation. Next, get a dopamine hit. The brain makes a neurotransmitter called dopamine that acts as a messenger between neurons. Dopamine is released when your brain is expecting a reward. It has excellent benefits, including making you feel alert, improving memory, stop self-destructive behavior, counteracts depression, and can even help you resist impulsive behaviors. So what are some ways to stimulate more dopamine when you're stuck in a day where nothing is going your way? Here's a few ideas. Reward yourself with coffee, tea, or a square of chocolate. Be mindful while you consume them and take a moment to rewrite the story. Spend some time in the sun. Sunlight has a powerful ability to increase the number of dopamine receptors that you have and gives you vitamin D, which activates genes that help you release dopamine. That's a win-win. Hug your family or friends. Human-to-human contact is a trigger for dopamine, not only for you, but also the person that you're hugging. By the way, this goes for your pets, too. Listen to your favorite songs. Many studies have shown that listening to music that you enjoy improves your mood due to the brain's dopamine response. Create a go-to playlist that'll allow you to pop in your earbuds and change the day's fate. However, note that if this day is making you blue instead of frustrated, it might be more beneficial to listen to sad songs as it'll help you validate your feelings. As illustrated in the movie Inside Out, Ignoring feelings of sadness just does not work. You have to address it head on. Do something nice. Your brain will reward you when you're kind to others. It doesn't have to be something big. It can be as simple as complimenting someone, grabbing coffee for your office mate, holding the door for a stranger, and even giving up your seat on the subway. Lastly, use your nose. Smells are powerful triggers for dopamine. Some scents will remind you and your brain of positive memories and ultimately will make you feel better. A 2005 study 
found that scents like vanilla bean and clementine made people in general feel happy. All right, so now we've got more dopamine. What's next? Have a Merry Christmas. (laughs) My grandmother, Messi, used to say, yeah, even in the middle of June, you can be right or you can have a Merry Christmas. And this isn't as easy as it sounds. Facing the choice of being right or being happy has to overcome the prioritization your brain may have already made. Often there's a notion that right is the path to happy, but that line of thinking doesn't always lead to the result that you want. Vicki Tidwell Palmer, the author of Moving Beyond Betrayal, wrote, Choosing to be happy rather than being right means that you value creating understanding or maintaining harmony and peace over insisting on being heard or making sure that other people get you or teaching someone else a lesson. She advocates that choosing happiness over being right does not mean that other people get to walk all over you, nor that you should avoid telling people what you're really thinking or feeling, noting that boundaries are essential. However, when choosing happiness, it means that you are choosing your mental well-being over a power struggle. You see, Messy believed that happiness was a choice, and she loved a Merry Christmas. Which will you choose? Positive intent. There is great power in focusing on a narrative of positive intent. So what is positive intent? Assuming positive intent is having an optimistic view of someone else's actions. The practice of positive intent believes that a person is doing their best or means well, regardless of actions or statements. We have moments every day that we write the narrative for other people. That narrative directly impacts how you perceive the world around you. That perception will color your mood for the day. So let's look at a few examples. A colleague points out a flaw during your presentation. Negative intent. They just want to make themselves look good. Positive intent. Hmm. They saw something that I didn't see. Thankfully, we can fix it before we roll this out. A friend is not responding to your text messages. Negative intent. Why are they ignoring me? Am I not important enough for them to take the time to message me back? Positive intent. They're likely busy. I'll send them a meme later. A person cuts you off in traffic. Negative intent. (laughs) Positive intent. I hope everything's okay. They clearly needed to get somewhere in a hurry. I know, it sounds silly, but I'm serious. This works. I use it all the time. Assuming positive intent not only allows you to keep calm, but it also changes how you respond to others and keeps you clear-headed enough to manage most situations. Let it go. Everyone has different ways of processing things and letting it go. Research indicates that writing about your feelings, and in some cases balling them up and disposing of them, can affect how you feel. Other studies suggest that practicing 10 minutes of mindfulness or meditation can provide your mind the clarity to move on and power forward. Lastly, removing yourself from a situation 
and perhaps taking a brisk walk, can provide you with newfound views of the world. I'm also for just belting out the Disney classic, but you do you. Laugh, snort, cry. Laughter delivers, you guessed it, dopamine. There are loads of reasons you should inject humor into your life, especially at work. But this section isn't just about phoning a funny friend or watching a comedy sketch. It's about focusing on the emotions that you're feeling, or in some cases not feeling, and creating a plan to deal with them. So how do you do that? Determine if your emotions are helpful or harmful. Anxiety is excellent when you're in danger, but it can be crippling if you need to give a presentation. Similarly, frustration can provide you with clarity, but frustration will trigger your brain to give up if you let it. Embrace how you're feeling. Sometimes you need a good cry to move forward. Sometimes you need to process the anger of a situation before you can see it clearly. Find ways to process your feelings with healthy habits. Do not wallow. This is another helpful bit of advice from Messi. Wallowing is defined as rolling in the mud, or for this example, an emotional pigsty. When you get stuck in a space because you've been wallowing for far too long, it can be hard to get out of it. Seek help. In emotional situations such as crippling anxiety, depression, angry outbursts, etc., Seeking help from a professional can help you create the tools that you need to reframe problems into positive ones. Use emotion to help you reframe a situation, but most importantly, being in touch with your feelings and how they affect you can be very powerful. Remember, if you've had more bad days than good ones, have trouble controlling your emotions, or struggle to actually feel them, Seeking help is always encouraged. So in summary, everyone has those days. It's absolutely normal. When one of them looms, pause, take a few deep breaths, and think about some of the tips that I've prepared for you today. It can also be beneficial if you practice these techniques on days that aren't extra terrible. It'll allow you to start building habits so that when you really need them, you have them. Thank you for listening. My name is Sabrina Meditz, and I've been your host of Reasoned, the podcast. <laughs>